It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Day to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. CAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. NBC News Radio, I'm Brian Shook. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell says the central bank is keeping a close eye on the rising number of COVID-19 cases. The body met and decided to keep its current monetary policy in place, meaning interest rates will remain at historic lows. Powell said they remain focused on helping Americans get through the downturn caused by the pandemic. President Biden claims things are moving again in the U.S. We designed our strategy not only to provide a temporary boost, but to lay the foundation for a long-term boom that brings everyone along. Biden traveled to a Mack Trucks manufacturing plant in Pennsylvania and called middle-class workers the backbone of America. He also said labor unions built the middle class. A man accused of making violent threats against Dr. Anthony Fauci remains in custody. A federal judge in Baltimore has ordered the detention of Thomas Connolly after declaring the 56-year-old is a flight risk. Connolly is charged with sending a series of emails to the infectious disease expert threatening to kill him and his family. The Baltimore Sun reports Connolly was arrested in West Virginia, but investigators are unsure where he actually lives. Gunmaker Remington is offering $33 million to settle a lawsuit filed by families of Sandy Hook Elementary School victims. Sarah Bartlett has the story. The lawsuit claims Remington's marketing of AR-15s contributed to the 2012 massacre that killed 20 kids and six adults. The offers by the bankrupt gunmaker were filed a day after a Connecticut Supreme Court judge ruled that denied Remington's request to dismiss the lawsuit. The settlement would pay nine families well over $3 million each. I'm Sarah Bartlett. McCormick is announcing a voluntary recall of three popular spice blends over concerns they may be contaminated with salmonella. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Southland Industrial Electric has an important message for all our women listeners. Each year, many are diagnosed with breast cancer. However, if detected early, steps can be taken towards the prevention and treatment of cancer. Please schedule a mammogram today. That's Southland Industrial Electric, your licensed, bonded, and insured answer to residential, commercial, and industrial electric problems. No problem is too big or too small when you're dealing with power, and no hour is too late for an emergency. Call 661-718-8266. That's 661-718-8266. Southland Land Industrial Electric can even install a complete new system. So call today for estimates. My mom's a breast cancer survivor. The United Breast Cancer Foundation saved her life. Their free breast cancer exam caught the cancer early, and it saved her life. 
but now the foundation needs your help so they can continue offering free or low-cost breast screening exams, saving more women's lives. Help them by donating your car, whether it's running or not. They'll provide fast, free 24-hour pickup, and you receive a charitable tax deduction, plus the great feeling you'll get knowing your donated car is going to help save more lives. Just call 800-616-4199 to set the wheels in motion. They take cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs running or not. Call 800-616-4199. The United Breast Cancer Foundation needs your help, and your donation could literally save women's lives, helping them catch breast cancer early like they did with my mom. Donate today. Call 800-616-4199. 800-616-4199. If you need legal representation for a workers' compensation case, call attorney Daniel Rudbury at 800-325-1454. Daniel will meet with you and take the time to understand your case without charging you anything. You might say that having Daniel on your side is like having a lawyer in your family. Don't gamble with the law. Call attorney Daniel Rudbari at 800-325-1454. Daniel Rudbari is a member of the California Bar, license number 302-760. If you're looking for a full or part-time sales position and you have radio, TV, or print media experience... KCAA has a great opportunity waiting for you that pays the highest commissions in the market. KCAA is the only station in the IE that broadcasts on three frequencies, so advertisers receive three ads for one low rate. This makes KCAA a must-buy for every local business. If you're interested in a sales position with us, email CEO at KCAARadio.com. Join us for the Better 80s Music Show on KCAA, Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Pacific Time, bringing you 80s music with a twist. You won't hear Michael Jackson, Bon Jovi, or Holland Oates. The better 80s music show. You'll hear bands like Depeche Mode, The Cure, Echo and the Bunnymen, Oingo Boingo, Psychedelic Furs, Susie and the Banshees. Well, you know, you get the idea. We play the better 80s music. There's no show like it on the radio, Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Pacific Time on KCAA or listen to it at your convenience at KCAARadio.com KCAA Oh my You are now tuned in to the Revolution Radio Show Yo, what it is and what it do, you're officially tuned in to the Revolution Radio Show on 102.3 FM, KCAA in the Inland Empire, worldwide on the iHeartRadio app and on the NBC Radio Network. As always, I'm your man, J-Love, a.k.a. Uncle Jiggy, and I'm joined by intern Lillian. Intern Lillian, how you doing today? Hello, everyone. I'm doing great. How about you, James? I am doing fantastic. It is Wednesday, the 28th of July, 2021. Unfortunately, y'all, the statesman himself, Mr. Farhan, uh, is not going to be with us this afternoon. He might try to tap in. He had a few meetings and things he had to do. But shout out to Farhan. Travel safe. I know he had to go out to Ventura. I believe yes. he was in Oxnard. I think safe so. travels. Yes. Uh, doing your thing, man. But he, he, you know, he does a lot of advocacy for sickle cell uh, trait and other stuff with the military. I'm not sure which one he was doing today, but I know that was, you know, he's always doing something. So shout out to Farhan. Um, it's a, first of all, how's your day been going? It's been going pretty good. Yeah, I would have to say that 
It's been a long day for me, you know, just doing things that I usually do, getting my day started, and now like, I'm here, and I'm what excited. What were you doing? What were you doing? Okay, I was doing things for school, you know, I was making School's not important. And- school? No, I'm just- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, really? I say school's very important. And- school is, it's, it's yes, yeah. it's very, it's very important. Mm-hmm. Yes. Look at you see yes. my face. That's not a sarcastic face. Uh-huh. Okay. And enjoy summer, everybody, before yes. school finally starts since August is coming. Yes, it's coming very fast. So, Miss Intern Lillian, I know you got some news for us. What's good? Because I got some stuff I want to holler about, but what, what do you got to talk about today? Yeah. So, I found it very interesting that Google, Netflix, and Facebook are now hopping on the vaccination train and are requiring all employees to be vaccinated. And a lot of people have different thoughts about this, but they said if you are not vaccinated by October 18th, then you are not allowed to come back to work. Wow. Okay. So so I, I already can feel, I can feel the amount of people who are going to have an issue with this, right? And be like, see, they're forcing us to get vaccinated. Ah, it's starting, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Because I saw someone post the most ridiculous. Matter of fact, you know what? Can I read this to you? Something that someone posted yesterday. Okay, Uh, go ahead. Because this is going to go to further my point on on how ridiculous anti-vaxxers are. Now, what what I want to remind people of is this. Is that uh, Google, you said Google... Is it Facebook? Facebook and Netflix. And Netflix. Okay. So let me remind you all of this. None of those are government agencies. Okay. They're businesses, right? And in a business, at the end of the day, the bottom line, meaning the dollar, is what counts, right? Like, and so the reason you have to understand as business owners, as management of businesses, I'm sure they sat down and they assessed the risks, right? Because what happens is, is it, it drastically impacts your business when, let's say, you have someone who comes in who tests positive for COVID. Now you got to shut down entire areas or whatever the case is because of exposure, and it's costly to the business. They're not making a political decision. They're making a business decision. They're saying, hey, we know that there's something out there that's available that is minimizing the risk of people. Because again, let's be clear, no one ever said that the vaccination is the cure, right? So let's be clear. The vaccination simply makes it that you have a vast lower chance of getting the virus, right? I believe the number is 3%. Now you're only at a 3% chance of actually contracting the virus if you have a vaccination. And even if you do contract it, your symptoms are far less, right? So. Um, this is not political in any way. It's saying, hey, we would rather keep, uh, number one, keep our employees safe, but number two, keep this business moving, right? Because we don't have time to be shutting down all of the time because people's is out willy-nilly, right? So yeah. let, me, let me just read this. So let me read you okay. what an anti-vaxxer posted uh, saying that these Uh, apparently we're about to be in a state of genocide. Now, I'm not sure if people understand what the word genocide means. Okay. And you're in college. Maybe you know, but I'm just a little bit confused because this is what this person who has a platform is saying about the vaccination. These are the 10 
the 10 stages of genocide where it apparently is going on right now in the United States of America with regards to vaccination. You ready? Number one, classification. People are divided into us and them. Okay. I'm going to be I'm a little bit okay. I think the anti-vaxxers are more doing that more so than we are. But yeah, let's watch. It I gets mean, better. Okay. It gets better. You ready? Number two, symbolization. People are forced to identify themselves. Um, I haven't been forced to identify myself lately. But like identify as in like vaccinated or not vaccinated? I think that's what he's trying to say with this. Okay. Okay. But okay. I haven't seen it yet, but okay. No, okay. okay. It gets better. Watch this. Discrimination. People begin to face systematic discrimination. So this right here, he's going to say, Ferran is in the building. Well, he was in the building. Oh. There he oh, is. Ferran is in the building. So I'm nice giving the, the, the 10 stages of genocide that apparently we're in due to the COVID vaccination. Okay. So uh, real quick, because we were only on number three. So I'm going to go real fast. Number one, classification. People are divided into us and them. Uh, number two, symbolization. People are forced to identify themselves. Number three, discrimination. People begin to face systematic discrimination, which I think is what you were talking about right now. Uh, yeah. With, and the with, discrimination, I do see that because there was even a Twitter post of how this, how this restaurant was saying, I am not allowing any vaccinated people to come into my restaurant. So they were an anti-vexer restaurant saying we're not allowing. That doesn't make any sense. And here's the crazy. You want to hear something funny? I might actually believe this person right now. This is really weird. So uh, let me you let me finish this real quick. Uh, you know, because this is you want to know what just happened, ladies and gentlemen. This might be uh, this might be a dink. I'm not sure. It might be a conspiracy. But apparently, uh, we just got booted from all of our Facebook and YouTube feeds. So, ooh. <laughs> it, it does see it's yeah. like ended. Right there. We literally got booted from all of our uh, Facebook and YouTube feeds talking about this. But so let me go on while we figure it out, but it's all good. Uh, number four okay. is dehumanization. People equated with animals, vermin, or diseases. I don't, okay. Uh, number five, or, organization. The government creates specific groups to enforce the policies, like a police or a military. Uh, number six, polarization. The government broadcasts propaganda to turn the populace against the group. So the government is creating propaganda to turn the populace against non-vaccinated people. Okay. Number yeah, seven. I think Facebook is on to us. They're, they're <laughs> listening and they, and they booted us out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, number seven. Um, uh, preparation. Official action to remove or relocate non-vaccinated people. What? Okay. Uh, number eight. Persecution. Beginning of. Th this is the one that got me. This is a good one. You ready? Uh, the beginning of murders, theft, or pro theft of property, trial, and massacres. I, I, he lost me on that one. Okay. Uh, number nine. Trials. Yes. Theft of property, 
because you're not vaccinated. Okay, number nine, extermination, okay. wholesale elimination of the group. It is it is extermination and not murder because the people are not considered human. So the government is going to round up all of the non-vaccinated people and murder them. Okay, this is what's going on. And then number 10, finally, is denial. The government denies that it has committed any crime. This is literally what anti-vaxxers are putting on the internet, like that this is going to happen. Uh, With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With <laughs> non-vaccinated no people. And it starts with... Thing... Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, it's not like this. Google and Netflix and Facebook and these companies are just requiring these for no reason. It is because the new spike of the Delta variant. Right. And they're trying to keep their employees safe and trying to prevent us from shutting down again. So it's not like it's going to be some conspiracy theory of trying to control us by making this vaccination a kind of mandatory thing to go back to work. Right. And again, I said it's it's uh, specifically um, with regards to it's a business decision. Right. That's why I was like, guys, we got to stop with the foolishness. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm put this way. OK, so let's say you own a business, Lillian. Right. Yes. What is safer for your business? OK, forget what you believe. Right. Mm -hmm. Like in whatever you could believe that ducks rule the world. I don't know. But okay. if you're going to run and you need people to run that business, is it better for you as a business owner to have the people who work for you be vaccinated or non-vaccinated? Simple question. Well, it would be safer and a better environment if they were all vaccinated because we're in the same environment all the time. But you don't know what those people do on their own time and where they may be going. So they could be causing a danger by bringing some type of virus or any sickness to the work environment so it's for the safety of all of them and again let me stress this and be very clear this has nothing to do with your freedoms or your liberty because here's the difference you don't have to work at netflix or at google or at facebook that's a luxury right especially here in america we're very very uh entitled we feel like I'm so, you know, if that's where I want to work, it's owed to me. No. But it's, those companies are very big as well. And they're in indoors, like most of them, at least for Google and Facebook, as of what I know. Yeah. So it's like, it's in closed spaces. It's not like it's outdoors where there can air coming through. Yeah. Like and they're in these desks, you know, tight environments. So it makes sense of why they would want all their employees to be vaccinated. Yeah. And, and so, and like, but again, you don't have to work for Facebook or Google. Like it's not, no one owes you that job. Like yeah. you can still go work somewhere else where they're not requiring vaccinations, right? Or you could start your own Google and no one wears masks and no one gets vaccinated and you guys can make out in the middle of the day and, and sip on each other's coffee and, 
you know what I mean, pass cigarettes back and forth and shoot heroin at lunch. Like you could do all of that to your company because it's your company, right? Mm -hmm. This is what they want. So it's not discrimination. Like, for example, I have a full beard, right? If I wanted to go work for Disneyland, I couldn't have a full beard. You know why? Because in their policy, no one who works for Disneyland can have a full beard. Now, can I go cry and be like, it's discrimination. They're discriminating against me because I like to wear my beard. No, I don't have to work for Disney. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like choice and that's their policy. So if you want to work for the company, then you have to follow those policies. Exactly. So you know what I mean? So, uh, you know, the crazy thing is, is that, you know, people, just, this thing is going to, here's my prediction. Okay. You ready? You heard it here first. I believe that at some point, because of the numbers and uptick, the, the, the uptick in the numbers, I should say, we're going to have another lockdown. And I think this time people are going to go nuts and it's going to be low key, like a small little civil war, not a full on whatever, but I think neighbor against neighbor, I think it's going to be very intense because people are going to go nuts because now that they tasted a little bit of freedom again, right? You think it's being, it might be stripped away. Yeah, but why and is it being stripped away? Why? Ask, answer the question. It could be because, well, our country isn't fully vaccinated and it's not even half, more than half vaccinated. We're actually less than 50%, which is getting a lot of drama with Biden because he had a promise that he was going to get the United States 75% vaccinated by this time. And since it's not, I feel a lot of companies and other people are trying to hop on this train of getting their employees vaccinated because they they don't want another shutdown and it's going to yes, happen. They can't afford 75%. They can't afford another shutdown. Let's be honest. No one can yeah. afford another shot shutdown. But if everyone wants to cuz here's the truth. Come on guys, like here in America we're so spoiled. We're so spoiled and we think that like Every like the sun and the moon revolves around us and the rest of the world revolves around us. Right. And and the crazy thing is, is this there's other countries that are not having the same issues that we're having. Right. And the countries that are having the issues, you know what their problem is? They don't have vaccinations like they there's we have a surplus. Right. Like we have more than enough. And there's other countries who are dying saying, please, we want more vaccinations. Do yeah. you see like how ridiculous that is? And mm -hmm. and it's just insane. I don't want to keep harping on this, but obviously it's in the news every day. You brought it up for a reason. It's in the news every day. It's something that we have to deal with, right? Like I was just at Walmart, had to pick himself at Walmart, even though I'm fully vaccinated. You know what I was doing at Walmart? Wearing my mask, had my mat, my my Revolution radio show mask on. Yeah. And that's another thing there that I, I keep seeing all over the news is that they want people, whether you're vaccinated or not, to keep wearing their mask. And yeah. it's because things like this new Delta variant, like the, the vaccination isn't going to 100% protect you, but it is going to save you in the long run. And we need to keep wearing our masks or, you know, look, it could get bad. It's, look, it's simple. It's this simple, Okay. Either we can do what we need to do and slowly, because it's not going to be quick, slowly get through this thing, right? Because if, if history teaches us anything, right? The last pandemic, great pandemic, Spanish flu, 1919, 100 years ago, 
Um, it took them three years to come out of it. So we know a rough window, right? Of realistically the cycle to get through this thing. Now we should be able to get through it quicker because of modern medicine. We've had some advances in medicine. We have knowledge, right? Or we can just repeat, right? History does repeat itself. And so we can either do what we need to do or, hey, let's just all do whatever we want to do and just write out the ridiculousness that is going to be the rest of the quote unquote pandemic that is going to be another shutdown and a lot more lives and a lot more, you know, uh, not just loss of lives, but the amount of depression that people went through, the amount of, you know, loss of work, uh, just all of the things that are derivative of this for us to simply argue over something so elementary, right? So anyways, I'm, I'm and go ahead. I feel like that this whole talk about like the vaccination and how all these people are raving about it, they shouldn't be putting their full focus on that as of right now, because there are so many other things happening, just as there was an Indian teenager who was only 17 years old, and she was beaten to death and publicly hanged over a river. And there are serious topics such as this that should be getting more attention because it's the 2021, we're in the 21st century and there are still people being hanged, especially women who are very young because she was wearing jeans. Okay, so this must've happened in India. Was this in India? I believe so. Okay. Yeah, so, I believe so. You just dropped a heavy story and I'm like, wait, what yeah. the heck? And no, but I know that this kind of stuff occurs around and you're right and the thing is is that um and i say this all the time um we have to uh be more vigilant on the global stage uh but also here in america but on the global stage of protecting young women women and young women right because still like you said there are women in today's day and age that are still being treated as less than human um and, and yes. it's accepted uh, by society at large in certain areas. Uh, I did a show a few months ago talking about child brides where there's places in the world where literally these entire villages go out and pretty much sell like the young women in the village, right? To potential quote unquote suitors. And people are like, well, but that's their culture, right? Yeah. And just all over the world, there's all these atrocities that happen with women, right? And it begins with the most elementary of things that we take for granted here in the United States, right? And and so I'm um, just being aware of our neighbors and what's around us. I mean, that 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 is absolutely insane. That yeah, uh, and it was done by her own uh, male family members as well. Of course, of course. So of course, it, it's even just more tragic to hear about that because it's your own family doing that and. It's just so sad to hear. And they keep having crisis homes in India, like for these women, and they're protesting, saying, you know, they should be able to wear what they want and not be beaten to death because of it. No, it's 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 insane. And all over the Middle East, it's I, I've seen so many different videos of women who were stoned uh, for various reasons. It's just utterly insane. Um, and uh, it's an absolutely sad thing, not not to necessarily change uh, lanes or whatever, but I got some bad news, good news. Uh, 
uh, on a particular story that I want to talk about. So Bob Odenkirk, right? Uh, mm. Many of you is speaking of bad news. So this is the bad news, Breaking Bad. Y'all remember Breaking Bad? That was one of the top shows about five years ago. Uh, one of the yeah. top shows, in, not just in the country, but in the world. Uh, he played Sal, the attorney. And he ended up getting his own spinoff called uh, Better Call Sal, right? Well, he was uh, filming in Albuquerque. You know, uh, Netflix has a whole studio. Uh, actually, a lot of companies have studios in Albuquerque. Now, shout out to my hometown, Albuquerque, New Mexico. You know what I mean? We don't got the zit zit. We don't we do not do that. We don't do zit zit. But uh, <laughs> shout out to my hometown. Uh, but while they were filming Breaking Bad, um, it, 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 they said that he collapsed on set and he was unconscious oh, wow. uh, and it didn't look good at all. Right. And he was having, it was what they're calling a heart related incident. I don't know. Like, why could, can we just call Hello. it? This is for me, this is close to home because obviously I've had my own quote unquote heart related incident. Um, mm -hmm. And so I know how serious it can be. So the good news is, so that was the bad news. The good news is, yeah. is that, He's awake. He's conscious. He's doing well. That's good. Uh, yeah. And so his family, he and his family would like to express gratitude for the incredible doctors and nurses uh, looking after him, as well as the cast and crew and producers who've stayed by his side. Um, the Odenkirks would also like to thank everyone for their outpouring of well wishes and ask for their privacy at this time as Bob uh, works on his recovery. Um, so he was rushed to the hospital last night and, um, and, you know, it's it's just it, it's crazy that uh, here's what people don't realize. And I, and I this is what I use this story for. Y yes, specifically, Bob, because uh, I'm a fan of both Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, uh, two amazing shows. Also, because they were filmed in my hometown. I have a little bit of, you know, what I mean, it tugs in my heartstrings. I'll be like, ah, that was down the street from my school and all that stuff. But that being said, uh, I don't know his specific situation. But let me say this. I'm throwing this out for free. It's a public service announcement, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, when I had my heart attack in January, um, there was no way of me knowing that. Uh, I mean, I guess in retrospect, there was some some telltale signs. But here's my point is that when I spoke to my cardiologist, my cardiologist told me that it had nothing to do with the shape I was in, uh, my weight or anything like that, that it was hereditary. Right. Um, and so, and I've had, uh, a few friends, uh, matter of fact, I had a, a friend of mine a number of years ago that passed away who was super healthy. Matter of fact, he was at a retreat for work where they were actually like doing an obstacle course. You know what I mean? He was actually rock climb, like, you know, the rock climbing walls, um, yeah. when this happened and you would never think like he was in great shape. And so what I'm saying is, is look, get yourself checked out. You know what I mean? Like. I've really become like my motto is health is wealth. Okay. Because at the end of the day, like with Bob, uh, him being an internationally renowned uh, actor, um, obviously does very well uh, financially. Um, I'm not in his pockets, but I'm just assuming he's doing okay financially. Um, the truth is, is that, um, you know, none of that can save you if your body's breaking down. So I just wanted to take a moment to say, hey, guys, I know life, we, it's easy to get caught up in life. It's easy to, you know, just be busy in the middle of doing the things that you do. But take a moment, you know, get yourself a physical, get yourself checked out because you never know what's going on on the inside. And oftentimes we don't find out 
until it's too late, right? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And, yes. And, and then it's not only just with the physical health, but also as mental health as well. Yes. Because you cannot keep going on as, moder- as much as you try to push and shove your mental health away. It will come out to your body physically as well. So if you're pushing your mental health away and just pushing it off, it's going to come to you. You might come one day and end up being sick. It's your body telling you, you need to give your body attention, your mind attention and get some help. Absolutely. So, you know, so moral of the story, people, uh, old is goals, right? Old is goals. And <laughs> yes. Health is wealth. That is the whole thing is you want to not just be old, But be old, like you don't want to be the old person with oxygen and barely can walk. And you know, no, you want to be old and spry and oh, look, hey, look at me, I'm still dancing the Charleston. Ah, you know, I don't know why I did that voice. I don't, I don't know. Why. Um, <laughs> yeah, wondering where it came from. I just, you know, I just pictured in my head, oh, like I'm very young man, I'm dancing the Charleston. Look at ah, back in the 20s. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> um, uh. But you want to be old and spry, right? You want to yes. be like, I see old and people. Be a, like, still alive, you know, yeah. like just walking around, having fun and seeing your family members grow old with you. As yes. Well. So get yourself checked out. Um, get yourself checked out and, and take care of yourself. Eat your vegetables, eat some fruit. Um, trust me, from a guy who didn't eat a lot of vegetables for most of my life. And now I've eaten more vegetables in the last six months than I ate. <laughs> I love last... vegetables. They're good. <laughs> you know, not all vegetables are disgusting. You can make some very delicious, nutritious dishes with all, including all vegetables. Well, I agree with you. Now, now that I eat vegetables, like I said, I didn't used to for like 45 years. I didn't appreciate yeah. vegetables. Uh, so I'm new to this vegetable train. And I'm pretty much a fan. I'm like, okay, vegetables are cool. Um, yeah. But it's uh, how it, you make them that counts. You know, yes. if you add a little bit of seasoning and some flavor with some other ingredients, it, it turns out great. It's not all just boiled broccoli and, you know, <laughs> things like that. Broccoli's <laughs> not bad, though. Broccoli is yeah, not- kind of amazing. So, mm-hmm. uh, in other news, real quick, because I know you got some stuff you want to talk about. Um, but uh, Marilyn Manson. The uh, once upon a time rock star, uh, you know, who was known actually for shocking people like that was his whole thing. Shock of value. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, he as he wanted to be as crazy as possible. Um, there were so many different rumors about him that some he actually perpetrated himself and others. He just kind of let go because he wanted people to think crazy things. Right. Because he was. His whole oh, thing was shock, mm-hmm. shock value, right? Yeah. Well, right now there is a few women, but primarily, uh, and I hope I say her name right, but uh, I, she's an actress. And I believe her name is uh, Esme Bianco. Uh, and she basically is trying to sue Marilyn Manson right now for rape. She's alleging oh, wow. that uh, that he raped her. 
and um, Marilyn Manson's reps, because apparently this happened a number of years ago, right? And what his reps are saying is that this is a coordinated attack uh, among multiple women who uh, his attorney says are cynically and dishonestly seeking to monetize and exploit the Me Too movement, right? Uh, Manson uh, doesn't deny having sex with the woman, but describes all of the encounters as consensual relationships. Uh, Manson's team goes further, saying Bianco spent months plotting, workshopping, and fine-tuning her story into twisted tales that bear no resemblance to reality. They also say the accusers, Bianco included, are trying to publicly conflate his shock rock image, which is what I was just talking about, with fabricating yeah. horrifying claims of abuse. So I bring that story up to say this, because we, we talk about on this show all the time, uh, we, we're not afraid to tackle any issue, right? And so, although I am a believer, right, that, uh, it, but if, let me, whatever. I am a believer that you should believe victims when they come forward, right? But yeah. I also believe because I understand the history uh, in this country of, and, and I hate to say that this, because I don't, I don't want, and, and for me, it's primarily uh, white women with men of color, right? Crying wolf, right? So famously, like the Emmett Till story, even many of you have heard of the Black Wall Street story where Tulsa, Oklahoma, a black uh, township in Tulsa, Oklahoma was burned down by a mob. It all started with what they're calling the original Karen who started screaming because a young black youth stepped into the same elevator as her. Um, mm -hmm. So I believe in the notion of innocent until proven guilty, right? I believe in that notion, right? I've also had friends personally known of, of, of men who have gone to prison over claims that ended up later not being true. Um, I remember even my uh, one of my first youth pastors, um, I'll never forget, uh, he was accused by a young lady of, uh, I guess we'll call it improprieties, right? For lack of a better way of saying it at this moment. Uh, the news made it nationwide. I remember my aunt and cousins calling me all the way from Florida, like, hey, isn't this your youth pastor? Uh, this gentleman lost his job. He lost his reputation, his house, his wow. wife left him. Come to find out two years later, the, the young lady broke down in court on the stand crying and said that she lied. She wanted to, but he wouldn't. Right. But he never got that stuff back. Right. Like, it yeah, was, no, no one apologized to him. Right. So I've seen both sides of the story. I also know that uh, I think the numbers are somewhere in the range of upwards of 70 to 80 percent of women at some point in their life have dealt with some sort of uh, sexual impropriety from a male. Right. Whether it be full on sexual assault, molestation, uh, groping. Um, so those are huge numbers, right? Um, mm -hmm. So my question to you as a young woman, right? Um, do women have any culpability in terms of, because one of his main arguments is this, why did you wait so long? And, and again, I'm not into victim blaming. I'm asking a sincere question. Yeah. If what they're saying is true, Right. Do they hold any culpability for waiting so long in telling their story? Well, I think it can be very hard for a victim to come forward and say what happened to them, especially if 
in her situation, that other person is a famous, you know, rock star, or we were seeing. And so they have a very, like, higher status. And it can be very, like, what she's going through right now. Like, oh, this is fake. This isn't believable because look at who he is and his reputation. So why would he do this to this woman? Right. And so maybe she had fears of that, of people not believing her or blaming her. And so it can just be mentally challenging to and be brave enough to open up and actually say, oh, this happened to me and this was the person and have people be on her side or, and it could be that also that it just was eating up into her all these years that she kept it a secret and now is finally saying, okay, enough is enough. And I need to come up with this now before he goes to anybody else and causes another incident. Okay. So let me ask you another question. Cause here's, cause they're saying she's taking advantage of the mm. me too movement. Right. So here's their other argument okay. is this, um, according to the docs that were filed and what her story is, they had um, multiple uh, interactions, for lack of a better word. Um, is there any culpability? Because I'm just giving you arguments I hear from men, right? Yeah. So, like, let's say I'm inappropriate to you one time, right? And mm -hmm. whatever. Um, would you, do you hold any responsibility if you continue to come back to me and allow that behavior? Like, one time, okay you didn't know what to do. You didn't know how to respond to it or whatever. But if we continue to engage in the same behavior, do you hold any responsibility for that? Right. Because as a, I'm reading the social yeah. media that you're doing it again. So it must be okay. Like, is there any responsibility that you feel women hold in that regards when it's like multiple? I think it could be, it could go both ways because one, it could depend on the, it depends on the situation. If the male is doing inappropriate things to them, it could also be a situation to where they're saying, you know, you can't say, tell this to anybody and kind of going in a more threatening thing and have to keep acting as normal, you right. know, like still seeing each other, still keeping up the parents and, the woman feels that like they don't have control over the situation. So they have, they just keep going and hoping to get help one way or another. It, I mean, it could be in that instance, another could just be that maybe they didn't really see it as a, as in that way, like as it was inappropriate. So they felt like, Oh, maybe this was just a mistake and still continue to have that relationship, not knowing that it was going to get worse later on. Yeah, and, and I think it's it's difficult either way. It's, yeah, it, it's just it's, it's so many things could be behind the scenes that that you don't we don't know people don't see. Yeah, yeah, and we don't and we don't know. And honestly, none of us were there. Um, yeah, uh, and it's know. hard to like put the, all the blame on the woman because what if she did try to go away? You know, what if well, she did try to say, you know, no, I right. don't want to see you anymore. No, and I want to be clear. I, I in no way, shape, or form want to put the blame on the woman. Um, I just know that it, in order to have responsible conversation, you have to... You have because, to look yeah, at both sides. Yes, mm -hmm. because I understand, like I said, I believe in the notion of innocent until proven guilty. Because like I said, I've, yes. know, I've personally known of people who have been on the other side of it and were innocent, but no one believed them. Because simply because mm -hmm. they were a man 
and a woman was making an accusation. So obviously it's the whole, if there's smoke, there must be fire. And I know that's not always the case, right? But at the same mm -hmm. time, I know that for way too long and still to this day, men continue to get away with, um, you know, being inappropriate. And and, and I hate yeah. that word and because it's so like- Especially like in the industry as well. I know there's like many stars who, who contribute to this and it's like they just gotten away with it because of their status and their money and you know innocent girls who don't have any of that are unfortunately hurt and there's no justice for them yeah so uh, all i can say is i hope that justice is served in this case i don't know what's going to happen i know yeah. their his attorneys are trying to get it thrown out to where it doesn't even go to court so i just hope that uh, somehow uh, somehow the, the, the truth comes out. So uh, I know you got some other stories. What, what else did you want to talk about today? Yeah, so it was very interesting. So this one is not a world news. This is within our United States of America and how Joseph Jimenez was a 20-year-old and he was just arrested after causing a shooting in the movie theaters of the movie Forever Purge. So I don't know if it's the movie that is influencing young adults to kind of contribute to the purge or okay hold on feel where, that, where, like, where was this at uh i'm not exactly sure but it was in the u.s i do not know which state Probably i can texas try to look it up arizona. right now I, i'm gonna get i'm here's but, my three guesses my three yeah. guesses are either texas arizona or florida those are those are my three guesses <laughs> And it was one person killed, a young 18-year-old woman, what? and then a young 20-year-old TikTok star. His handler is It's Anthony Michael. And so he was injured, and there was one killed, which is very sad. But, I mean, if it's happening during this movie Forever Purge, maybe it was a planned thing. A lot of people were reporting that they didn't even know that the shots were being fired because of the movie. If you watch the movie, there are many shots taken and it's very loud. So it could be a blend of- Hold on. The real Hold shots. On. That was actually here. Oh, it in, was in Corona. In Corona. Yeah. Wow, Corona, this California. was last wow. night. It was last super close night. to the San Bernardino County. And that happened last night. Wow, no, that is I know is exactly insane. where this is at. I know exactly where this is at, uh, the movie theater that this is at. And so, uh, wow, it's at the Regal Edwards Cinema. Um, I've oh, actually wow. been to that theater. Uh, and so, yeah, he's he's 20 years old. Um, it, you know, and it says uh, this. he was... Let's see, he was booked on suspicion of murder, attempted murder, and robbery with a gun. He's being held on $2,000 bail. Uh, it killed Riley Goodrich. She was 18 and gravely injured mm -hmm. Anthony Barajas. He was 19. Both of them lived uh, mm -hmm. in Corona. Um, Goodrich graduated from Corona High School STEM Academy. Wow. 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 It's like you had a whole career and everything waiting for you she and you had a good thing going and just to be, their life ended so shortly. Yeah, she was planning to attend Grand Canyon University in Arizona. Um, she played volleyball, max prep, wow. Uh, wow, this is, this is crazy. Well, here's the thing. I, I I watched that movie, by the way, The Forever Yeah, Bird. and I watched it too. Mm -hmm. um, well, what did you think of the movie, by the way? I thought 
the movie was it was it, it was kind of interesting in a way that it showed like different parts of how they're it's just showing the diversity of like okay here are the more poor areas that are affected greatly and then in comparison to like richer areas and families who are able to protect themselves so i think the movie did good had a good way of like making that contrast and cuz it's not real hopefully you know we don't want that to happen to our <laughs> to us but it ha- it does have a message of saying you know what the struggles well, are for both sides here's of- the thing for those of you who haven't seen the movie this will not give it away okay i'm not going to give away the plot cuz people always say i give mm-hmm. away <laughs> but um yeah, so basically no spoilers the forever purge mm-hmm. Uh, and much like the rest of the purge is based on this, you know, weird nationalism uh, sense of like, you know, patriotic, you know, this 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 patriotic duty to this country. Right. It's really a satire about the state of America. Right. And in this um, it's folk. Obviously, it's always national, but they focus on one city all the time and they happen to focus on a city close to the border. Uh, right outside mm-hmm. of El Paso, Texas. Um, so obviously the overtones are very, I'm going to be honest, are very Trumpish, are very, these people need to go back to where they come from. Uh, Mexicans are dirty, you know, all that sort of thing. Yeah, it shows and, a lot of like racism and yeah. how it was ingrained into the country. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of relevant nowadays. No, it's absolutely relevant. And I think that to some degree, um, you know, to some degree, we, we kind of do live the purge in a sense where people, this, the divide that we have in our country right now, uh, not yeah. to say that we've ever been fully united, but I'm old enough to remember a few things and I'll never forget, uh, what's funny, not funny, but after nine 11, uh, was the one time, uh, in my lifetime that I was able to see, um, kind of Americans come together in a weird way, right? But we always have to have a bad guy. So I remember I used to joke yeah. with my Middle Eastern friends, right? Because I was like, ha, y'all are black now, right? Because they were being discriminated against, right? Like everyone was discriminating again. And 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 the ignorance was really almost beyond stupid because uh, there is a difference. Let me give you an example. Like um, gentlemen from India, right? A lot of them are what's called Sikhs. Sikhs are the ones you see with the turbans on their head, right? Sikhs are not Muslims. It's two totally different things, right? And I I Mm. knew a couple of guys who were Sikhs who were being harassed because you're one of those Arabs, right? Like, no, they're 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 not. (laughs) Like they're you know what I mean? It's just their culture and what they wear. But they weren't even Muslim. You know what I mean? Like if you're gonna pick on Muslims specifically, right? Like Sikhs are not Muslim, right? They just happen to be brown, right? And so, and anyone who looked remotely Muslim was being discriminated against, right? Um, and so, and and you know, the funny thing is, is that world globally, uh, there's more light-skinned Muslims than there are dark ones, right? Globally, because mm. it's the second largest yeah. religion in the world. Um, you know, but it was just, but it was the one time when like, literally it felt like for a brief moment, like we were together, except for we had to pick on the other, not me, but you know, 
the, the usual bullies had to pick on other people. Right. And, you know, but for that brief moment, it was like, we're Americans, we're together and we love each other and we're neighbors and we're all together except for that guy. Cause he wears a diaper yeah. on his head and, you know, um, but I just think that folks, here's the truth at the end of the day, at the end of the day, as much as I love being black and I talk about being black all the time, right? Um, here's the truth. People from all over the world are beautiful and amazing and wonderful. And, and, and the true richness of life in our, is our differences, right? Like, I love that you're different than me, Lily. And I love that my mother was different than me. My mother was a Spaniard. My grandfather had red hair and green eyes. You know, uh, all of my cousins mm -hmm. look like little white girls because they're Spanish, right? So they blonde hair, green eyed mm -hmm. girls. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I love that, like, our differences is what makes things so amazing because yeah. as much as much as we are the same, right? Because I know people say, oh, we're all the same underneath. It's beautiful that we're different. Like, I hate when people try to make us all the same. Like, no, we're not all the, and it's okay. Yeah. Like, that's not a uh -huh. bad thing. Like, it's a good thing that we got different flavors. Like, yeah, and we want people to express that those differences because that's what makes everyone unique and it just adds flavor to everyone's life. It adds flavor. I mean, okay, imagine, okay, I'm just going to take a wild guess. We've never had this specific conversation, you and I, but I'm assuming you're Mexican. Yeah, right? Mexican okay. Mayan. Okay, so imagine mm -hmm. if all you had to eat for the rest of your life was just bean and cheese burritos. Now, I love bean and cheese burritos. I think bean and cheese burritos are amazing, right? Yeah. But if that's all you had, like all, the only thing you ever could eat was bean and cheese burritos. Yeah, I think it would get, it would get very tiring after a while. <laughs> Come on. Like, it's nice to have a burger or some chow mein or some, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. life is richer because we're different, right? It's richer because we're different. It's richer because of different cultures and even just different music and dance and expressions. All of these things are beautiful and exciting. We should embrace our, like, I don't want us to be the same. I don't want everybody to be the same. Like I said, yeah, I it would love, be so boring. Like, <laughs> it's like learning love, about other people's cultures and all that. Like, it's it's very interesting. Like, I love understand. I love being black, but I also love my Spanish side of the family. I love listening to rancheras and you know <laughs> musica norteña and salsa and cumbia and merengue. Right? I love my uncle plays honky tonk. He literally plays honky tonk in a honky. I like, I grew up listening to honky tonk and bluegrass and country. I like Alabama and the Oak Ridge boys, right? Most of y'all probably ain't never heard who those people are, but they were country musicians. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I love all of these things. And that's what makes life so amazing. And I guess I'm going on this rant to say this because we got a few minutes um, before we get out of here, y'all. But I just, you know, I just really want to say that, look, I know that, stereotypes exist for a reason, right? And people, yes, a lot of white people do this and black people do this and Mexicans do this and et cetera, and et cetera, and et cetera, right? But at the end of the day, like here's the, the real truth about most people. The vast majority of people on planet Earth, the vast majority of people on planet Earth are really people going through life, trying to figure it out who genuinely want to be better. We all make mistakes. We all fall short, right? We all, you know do things that that either we regret or the people don't like. But I, I truly believe that the vast majority of people 
whether it be here in the United States or anywhere else, really just want to live a good life, right? Really just want to to live a good life and, and enjoy their oh, family. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why a lot of people even come into this country because they seek, well, at least what is called the American dream, even though Life, liberty, there's a lot the of things. Of happiness. Yes. And there's a lot of things saying of whether that exists or not anymore. But the main thing is they come here to have a better life. And so that's what makes it beautiful, this country, the diversity. And we should embrace all that. Absolutely. Not try to conceal it. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And I just want to say this. Um, you know, we, a lot of times, you know, it's real easy to get caught up in the disagreements. It's easy to get caught up in the things that, you know, like the whole, you know, we're not going to get away from it. So the whole vax versus non-vax situation, right? It's easy to get caught up in that, right? Because it's sensational, right? But here's the truth. Like, it cannot become something that divides us so deeply, right? We can disagree. I believe the disagreement is healthy, but we we can disagree without being disrespectful, right? And sometimes the reason why I say all the time when I when I go on my rants about the whole like misinformation is because misinformation is disrespectful to the people who are really working hard to help all of us, even you that don't believe, right? Like the doctors, even if you don't believe, guess what? If you end up in the hospital, they're still going to help you, even if you're saying it's all a a farce, like it's not real and it's a hoax. Imagine if they were like, ah, you didn't believe, so I'm not going to help you, right? Imagine it, it like literally, what if, Forget you. What if your mother or your daughter or your sister or someone you truly cared about got sick? You would want them to help that person, even though you don't believe. Right. And so when you spread misinformation that's not based on facts, but it's just based on rumor or speculation or something you read online, it's disrespectful to everyone else. It's disrespectful to the people like that have lost someone. Right. Like I know a few people like. I know a couple of little girls right now who lost their daddy. He was only 42 years old. When you say that vaccination and this is all a hoax and it's it's a conspiracy and, you know, just a lot of the, the, the dangerous things that are said, you're telling them little girls, you know what, your dad didn't matter. Whatever happened to him wasn't real. Right. Um, and so I, I just wanted to take a moment because I know that sometimes it sounds like I'm ranting, but I'm not ranting. You know, I talk loud. That's my stereotype, right? (laughs) I talk loud. But it's because I genuinely have seen firsthand. Like, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I don't know exactly how it works, right? I'm going to be honest with you, Lillian. I don't, I got the vaccination. Uh, I have to believe in faith that it helps me, right? Because I don't know. I don't because I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist, right? But I have to trust those people until they show me differently, right? Yes. And that's why I feel like people should do like their own research and really see why the vaccination is important instead of just believing in these memes and different things on social media that's being posted by anti-vaxxers and rumors instead of 
taking initiative to do your own research, look at the science behind these vaccinations and see whether it's dangerous or not according to you and not what any other opinions are trying to feed into your brain and feed into that fear and get into your head and just make that decision for you. So before we go, just to make this funny and to make light and show that we got a good sense of humor, what is the what is the single most, in your opinion, hilarious rumor or whatever you've heard about the vaccination? Um, it will. I think it would have to be when the first. I think it was like an older woman, the first person who got vaccinated, she was like an older, like white woman. And she, it said that it was going to make her crawl up the walls and turn into some spider or whatever kind of creature and turn their head and start attacking everybody just like it was in that one movie. If you know the meme of what I'm referencing. You really heard that? No, yeah, I know. I saw it. It was all over social media oh, when wow. she first got the, the the very first person who got the vaccination. <laughs> it was going to mutate them. And I don't know if it was just a big joke or if people are actually believing it, but it it was just hilarious to me. And they were referencing like this movie. I cannot think of the name right now, but yeah, I if can't you know, you know. One. I can't top that one. So... <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I don't even even know what to say because like it's maybe that list that the dude posted is the craziest thing I've seen that it's going to lead to genocide. Um, Yeah. So uh, I don't even know how. Oh, that's right. Sorry. It took me a second because I was trying to figure out why genocide, but it's oh population control. Right. Mm. But so I get I I understand now. He's right. Mm -hmm. Genocide is going to lead to genocide. So with that being said, folks. We're about to get out of here. Uh, we will see Ferran tomorrow. We'll be with us tomorrow. He tried to tap in, but he was in the car. Uh, so drive safe, yeah. man. He didn't have good signal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so get so, home safely. It's okay. We you know, we are with you in spirit. <laughs> absolutely. So on behalf of uh, Ferran, the statesman, intern Lillian, and myself, we just want to always remind y'all, reach for your best, reach for success, but most of all, reach for God, because God is love and love is everything, man. We'll see y'all manana. Bye. Oh, my. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. Southland Industrial Electric has an important message for all our women listeners. Each year, Manny or Dr.